Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Small Biz Matters, the half-hour program where you work on your business rather than in it. My name is Alexi Boyd, your trusted small business advocate, lover of all things admin, and general good guy, I think, most of the time. Well, I try and be anyway, like we all do here in uh, this wonderful part of the world. Um, Welcome to your morning. Welcome to your small business day. I hope the day is going well for you guys. And um, you're starting to think about those basses. We are in that quarterly process at the moment. So hopefully you've got all those details together and you're starting to gather it all and give it to your trusty bookkeeper, which are, of course, our best friends in this world. Um, Today, we've got a fantastic guest. Um, We've got Gary Wallman coming in. He's an expert in presentation skills. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, I don't struggle with presentation, as you might have guessed, but it's not an easy thing and it's uh, it's not a skill that we're necessarily automatically have and some, some people need to work on that. It is very important for small business. I don't think anybody would argue. It's important to be able to present yourself as professional, an expert in your field, make it sound like you know what you're doing. I mean, we all do. We're all fabulous at what we do, but conveying that, that's the difficult part. And there's lots of mediums where you need uh, to have those presentation skills. Obviously, when you come on the radio with Small Biz Matters, you need to have those presentation skills. But more importantly, even in the simple act of meeting another business person, either on the fly or you're actually sitting down with a meeting with them, the way that you present yourself, it's all about those first impressions. It's all about what they think of you as as an expert, as a professional, and even what they think of your business. Because we've talked about this time and time again on the show. You are the face of your small business quite often. Quite often for us, it's just us. And and we are doing the sales, the marketing, the business development, the meeting new clients, the servicing the existing clients. There's not a lot of things that we don't do as small businesses. And packaged in with all of that is the way we present ourselves. It's bundled up, I guess, with the way we, uh, the look, the look and feel that we have, not only as a business, but as as we present ourselves in, in general meetings, making sure we're presentable, um, that we, we look well. Um, I'm a big advocate for not necessarily having to wear makeup every single time you've got a meeting with someone. That's just my thing. I don't understand why it is that women are expected to dole themselves up whenever we have a meeting, whereas men can just rock up in a suit. I think there's a bit of inequity there, but more importantly, it's about making sure you're presentable and uh, that you're well-dressed, particularly in those first few meetings and at every opportunity there's plenty of business coaches out there that I've spoken to Cheryl Alderman she's a classic example who gave me some great advice when I first went to meet with her and she went uh you're wearing jeans (laughs) and I said but I I just want to be comfortable no when you first meet with people it's really important that first impressions count so that was uh that was a, a big lesson for me so we're going to be talking to Gary a little bit later in the program he's going to be our guest probably at around quarter past nine slow fade out here on small biz matters I'm going to fade out air supply because uh it's it's been a number of years since we heard that song and we don't need to hear it again but we do need to hear from our wonderful guest today who is Gary Wallman. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. So glad to make it here yeah. today Alexi. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a great show because it's um it's actually something I'm quite passionate about. Presentation skills, your first impressions when you actually speak to someone for the first time whether it be a meeting or meeting them at a networking event. It is so important uh, that first impression that you give when you're talking to people in a, in a meeting scenario as a small business particularly would you agree? It's so true. And as you're saying that, I'm having a vision, a memory, a recall of a moment when I met you at a networking event. That's how (laughs) we met. I was presenting at a Connect for Success networking event one or two months ago here in Sydney. And 
I was, uh, as a speaker, asked to be one of the judges to determine who would be the person who would be the, the best presenter in the room and the most full of passion. And I see the signs on your wall, tell the truth. Listeners can tell when you don't and be who you are. And the one person that stood out was you. <laughs> you had such a presence and an electric enthusiasm Everyone was drawn, it wasn't even the words, to the magnetism and the feeling of conviction. But how do you capture that? I mean, okay, so I've had a radio show for two and a half years. I like talking. (laughs) Anyone who's met me will know that I like talking. It kind of comes naturally to me, but it doesn't always happen for business that way, does it? It's very interesting because inside of every one of us, there's a song, there's a story, there's a message. In our DNA, we have trillions of years of information that if able to be reached we have such a message to share i've developed a very simple tool that you who are listening can put immediately into practice one of the most powerful of the tools that i've developed and it's one for empowering your presentation on every stage of your life very simple Imagine three key words that match who you are in your essence before you even use your gestures, make your sounds, and speak your verbal words. In my case, it would be, I'm creative, I'm warm-hearted, And I'm transformational. And I did that with three specific gestures. If you who are listening can write down, if you're not driving, three key words, or consider them, that match who you are, that on some metaphoric Googled universe, if those three words were put out, it would match you, your vibration, your quintessence. So if you then say them out loud, look in the mirror and say that, I am this, I am that, I am that while you're making gestures that match those three gestures, whisper it, sing it, shout it, write it down. Do it in first person, I, second person, you, third person, he or she, depending on what gender you are. We, the royal we. By the time you encode it through all these different sense modalities, it becomes encoded in your muscle memory. And then before you even speak, by matching those gestures, those sounds, and those words... It puts you into the zone and your magic. You attract to people the very ones that you would otherwise try so hard to reach otherwise. It's a very simple practice. Indeed. And I think it's matching a little bit with how we try and position ourselves. And I know there's all those buzzwords around advertising and marketing yourself because, as I said before the break, we are... We are our own business. We are the face of our business. We encapsulate all the services and products that we provide. And that's essentially part of what you're selling. And those words, I have to say, they're difficult to find. That positioning statement, that mission statement, that what are your three things that you need to encapsulate in your logo and your colors and everything that you do on your website and online and on print. It's difficult to do. Do you think it's even harder to do Personally, how if you struggle with that, how what are some resources you can also could you ask your well, friends? There's a number of ways. It's an excellent question, Alexi. One of the ways that a person you who are listening who are considering right now, well, I don't know what three keywords. What if I don't have the right three keywords? Consider this, because this is a very strong sign. 
Well, my whole background has been as a champion springboard diver, gymnast, track star, body therapist, court jester. I'm very much about the physicality of expression. And my sense is, and I say that very carefully, that when we appeal to one or more or as many of the senses as possible, what we say makes more sense. So let me tell you, as you consider what three key words, just take a look about it. Let's say it's your eulogy and you're down, you've just been buried or wherever you're about to go and some friends or people who really cared for you speak on your behalf. What would they say about you? And I'll bet that if you come up with this word that matches the truth of who you truly are, your energy will pick up. This is the key about the body wisdom that we all have, that if we come to a statement of truth, our body energy become stronger. So if you start playing with, well, I'm friendly, but not I'm always friendly. Uh, I care. Okay, I care. Oh, and then it feels right. And there's a feeling of warmth and a relaxation. You can tell which one's that way. If you don't know, ask your best friends, people who know you the best, and you can write a list and you come down with the least common denominator of those mostly described terms. And that's another way of determining. It doesn't have to be the right answer. It does matter, though, that you can get yourself in the zone. Let's take this a bit further, Alexi. One day, about 25 years ago, I was living in Boston, Massachusetts, and I was just getting started with this form of transformational presentation coaching. I had an ad in a newspaper called Lawyers Weekly, and a man who would be very happy for me to mention his name because of what I'm about to tell you that happened, named Ken Fetterman, a barrister and a chartered accountant, answered my ad that I help lawyers deliver live, engaging, interactive presentations and improve their litigation as well. And he said, look, I've got a new business, just like you who are listening might have or considering having a new business. And yet no one's purchasing this new business in estate planning. Why? Come into my office. I came into his office, saw this tall, good-looking, athletic man. I look, I say to myself, who's going to say no to this guy? (laughs) And then I saw what the problem was, having had years of training and psychodrama and the psychodynamics of communication as a therapist and counselor many, many decades doing this, I could understand when I asked him the question, as I'm about to ask you who's listening the question, what's underneath what happens when people don't come and purchase your product, your service, or accept your point of view, when they're not drawn to you? What's in the way of you asking for what you want or getting what you want. And he said, well, that's very interesting because when I was really young, as you're thinking about when you were really young, I remember when I was a little boy, my father, when I was just 12 years old, he said, was a very successful businessman. And he said, son, this is the right way to paint your father's boat. Paint it just like me and you'll be okay. What did little Kenny decide that day? Unless I do things just like my daddy. Exactly. Why even bother to try? So here I am, 20, 30 years later, working with him in this room, starting this very first time that I did this exercise. What three key words came out of my head, out of the blue? Would match who you truly are so you get into the zone and people are drawn to you, your products, and your services. And at first he said, well, look, I care a lot about people. I'm very creative, and I always find a way of getting through difficult situations. 
that was fine, but one of my principles, the 5S principle, didn't show up. I wanted him to speak in the, say this after me, simplest, simplest, shortest, shortest, strongest, strongest, specific statement, specific statement, where even shorter the three S's, simplest, shortest, strongest. So I asked him to shorten it so it had more power, more pungency in it. And he said, who I am is worthy. What I say has value, so people are attracted to invest in me. Mm. And his energy went up, just like I said mm. at the beginning of this program. His eyes lit up. His voice spoke from a deeper register. You could see, you could feel, you could hear. He was speaking with a resonance in his residence. I asked him to sing it, shout it, whisper it, jump up and down like a clown, sing it, write it down, do it in a mirror. And again, surely enough, this new program was encoded instantly in his muscle memory as the new default program. So when he got on the phone and when people came to his office from then on, people were absolutely magnetized to his message. I asked him a few years later, because I was talking about him for 10 years after I moved to Australia. I called him one day. I was engaged to be married to a woman in New York, so I was going back to the, uh, the United States every few months. I thought about him a lot. Ken, I called him one day. Bring, bring. This is Gary Woolman. How are you? Gary Woolman, I remember you. You do? Yeah, I remember that exercise we did. Who I am is worthy. What I say is value. People are attracted to invest in me. I said, yeah, I've been talking about that ever since, Ken. Was that useful for you? Useful for me. I've never looked back. That's totally turned around my business. So I say unto you, listeners, catchy words that match the essence of who you are practiced in a multi-sensory way as the new default program will attract people to your words, your message, your product and your services. Absolutely fantastic. And it's uh, I just love the fascination between the connectivity of the body language and the words because I think what you said a little bit earlier about as soon as you say the right word and you've really hit it, you've really hit it and, and to, you have to research that, you have to figure it out, you have to narrow down the list but it's when you say that word with conviction and like you said, you'll notice, you'll see in your body language, it will feel comfortable, it'll give you that warm and fuzzy feeling because you know that it really is the essence of you and at the end of the day, with us being our businesses, we need to find that essence and what we're trying to portray and it's, it's, it's finite, it, I think it is and it, you can narrow it down to only a, a few words. We're going to take a quick short break here on Small Biz Matters and be back after these community service announcements. You're listening to Small Biz Matters, the half-hour program where you work on your business, not in it. We'll be back after this. And welcome back to Small Biz Matters, the half-hour program you work on your business rather than in it. My name is Alexi Boyd, your trusted small business advocate and lover of all things admin. We're here today with a fantastic expert, Gary Volman, who's talking to us about presentation skills, which, as we said at the beginning of the program, really is so crucial for the marketing and selling of not only your business, but yourself. You are the face of your business. And it's about uh, creating the right impression from the moment you meet people all the way through to the relationship that you have with them. Just before the break, Gary was giving us some fantastic top tips about the way to, I guess, embody some really key words that talk all about you, that really, uh, I guess, encapsulate who you are. And the best way to find those words is by sort of bringing them into yourself and bringing them into your body as you say them. Now, that can, I guess, feel a little bit dorky when you're doing it in front of the mirror. But I think what what you said before the break, Gary, about uh, about really bringing it and making it true and being genuine, that's something we always talk about on the program, that if you're not genuine about what you're doing, 
really why are you in small business? So you need to, I don't know, sort of distill it down and come up with those three key words that describe not what you do in the widget that you make, but you, you as a person. Would you would you agree with that sentiment? I'd agree with that. And to take the pressure off about having to get the three key words right, it's better to just get into the zone of those three key words that match perhaps three different qualities and three different gestures that move in different directions. So let's say I have the qualities of directness and I'm pointing my fingers forward when I say that. I'm direct. Another quality might be I'm warm-hearted and I touch my hands gently to my heart, a feeling of gentleness or I care about you. And perhaps the next one is I'm engaging and one hand moves towards the audience and one back like I'm a, a little bit of a, a motor or a machine moving. Those three gestures... And and those three qualities, which are three different qualities, are even better than any three words at all. So it is actually important to find the tonality that matches the zonality that's X, Y, Z. Different directions, different directions of thought, word, sound, for everything you say. Then it becomes actually something exquisite to watch. Mm. you like watching Marcel Marceau in a single gesture, sweeping of his gesture. He would move worlds and w- words of wonder, wisdoms that would warble through your uh, consciousness more than someone who would go warbling on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And I guess when we talk about that, it's it's difficult, maybe it might feel a little bit choreographed or clunky or forced to begin with, but it requires a little bit of practice to make it feel more natural, would practice you agree? Practice is more important, yes, Alexi, than getting it right. Perfect practice. I'm glad you said the word choreograph because another system that I've created to relax speakers, whether you're a professional speaker or a developing speaker on any stage of your life, I've created something called the grid system for walking your talk. Imagine this, a tic-tac-toe or knots and crosses series of three squares by three squares with you in the central square of this holographic grid. And wherever you move facing the audience, this grid moves with you. Now imagine this. In the central square of the nine, there you are in the present stance, the I am presence. Here's the place where you can put your fingers down to the earth. This is what I stand for. This is what matters for me. And the words and the sounds and the intonations go right down to the center of the earth. A simple practice that would help you master that is to say the following words out loud after me. Imagining yourself, by the way, placing one of your hands let's say the right hand at the base of your spine. If you're not driving, just stop for a moment, stand up, put your right hand at the base of your spine, even if you're sitting, that's fine. And directing the sound rather than up and out, down and in, as though your deepest critic and your best audience, you, at the base of your very foundation, were to get the following words. Say these words out loud after me. It's easy for me. It's easy for me to reach you to reach you with my message with my message. Now, doesn't that sound good to say? I sounded great. <laughs> and if you send the sound down and in mm. rather than up and out, it is an affirmative statement rather than a question. It's an anti-projection stance. When, when we when we learned that at university, anybody out there who studied, you know, theatre or, or or drama, you're always told to project. 
But you're right, you get more power by bringing it internally to your base, to it's, your, your yep, foundation. So absolutely true. I'm very excited hearing what you have to say because the anti-projection stance, as you say it, Alexi, is also a way of delivering the message to yourself first. This whole approach of speaking is speaking from the inside out. So let's go back to the choreography here. You're standing in the center of this grid system in the central square. You've delivered the sound and the intention of it's easy for me to reach you with my message. The gestures moving down, the sound, the intonation, and the intention moving down through the base of your spine to the center of the molten earth. Now, let's look at the other squares around you. From the audience's point of view, if you're facing your audience... Audiences here in the Western culture were all trained when we write in English from the left to the right to subliminally think of the right as moving towards the future. Hmm. So the audience's point of view, particularly if you're using a graph in back of you, it matches the exact same thing. An XYZ axis, the X axis represents time. And as you, the speaker, are facing the audience, you can see that time is moving to your left to the audience's right. So you can easily say to people from the audience... The way we're heading from here, as you point to the left, they can see it on the graph or they can see it in your body gestures. Following me? So if I now point to my right, the audience's left or the audience's past, every time I gesture to the left, if I do this systematically, consistently, the audience will be trained to know, oh, he or she, he, they're moving to the future. The past. Oh, no, the past, refer- sorry. So you place your stories, yes. your points in specific spots. Yeah. If I'm looking at you as I am right now, Alexi, and you're right in front of me as my audience, and I step to the forward central square, what happens to my voice and what happens to my spine when I say these words? You can even imagine it, listener. The real secret to what I'm telling you about this speaking is speaking from the inside out. What am I doing with my voice and my spine? So you're bringing it forward. You're you're making a better connection with them because you're you're bringing it closer to them. That's right. And I'm also slightly dropping my voice and my spine down. Giving it more power. More power in the pause and the presence and the passion of the poise by slowing down and whispering, it becomes louder. The gestures become louder with the voice becoming softer as though I'm confiding in a dear friend. So now we're mapping the field of confide, the front central zone, The middle spot, which is always coming back to the I am presence, what I stand for. Here I am now. Here we are now. The past, my right or the audience's left. Mm -hmm. The future, my left or the audience's right. And in back of me, let's, let's do that feel too. Either what's been holding me back or what my backers are helping me move forward. So now, before I even move my body, before I open my mouth and say a sound, the slightest gesture will train the audience subliminally to know what I'm about to say. You recognize the zone, you recognize the tone, and everybody feels at home. You recognize what I'm going to say before I even say a word. Make sense? Indeed, and it doesn't matter if you are sitting or you're standing, you can still make this uh, cross, what, what did you call it? A, uh, it's a, called a grid. A grid, sorry, exactly. a grid system. It doesn't matter if you're sitting or standing, you can still use that because I guess if you were sitting there having a discussion with 
with someone and you wanted to lean in closer and give what you were saying more meaning and and uh, and and whisper it. I mean, any parent will tell you that when you whisper something, it's a hell of a lot more powerful exactly. than shouting at the kids. And even as we're sitting in front of each other right now, in a similar way, we're both with our microphones, so we are bound to stay in one place. Just like you, when you speak from time to time, are in front of a lectern and you have the microphone in your face. It's true that you can still make the same angleizations, the same slight inclinations that with the tiniest movement, particularly on TV, when you're visible, is magnified a hundred times. So the slightest gesture in any one of those directions will connote and create meaning before you say a word. Training the audience as you choreograph and walk your talk by the smallest movements mattering more. And I guess being really connected in with where those, uh, from an innate point of view, from the, the viewer's point, where do those sit? Logically, when you move to the right, it's going to feel like you're talking about the past. Or it, I know it sounds a little bit, again, clunky and choreographed, but it does make sense when you watch someone who is a professional speaker such as yourself, or if you watch, heaven forbid, a politician, those gestures make uh, they become part of who they are and they they become part of their speech because even when you see them sitting in a radio station and speaking, they're still using those gestures because it helps to emphasise what they're saying and give more meaning because they've, they've brought it into their body and their body language. It's so true, Alexi. I remember one day I was coaching a man named Bob Rathburn in Virginia Beach when I was living uh, south of Washington, D.C. Oh, this is going on 27 years ago, a long time ago. And this man is a radio announcer for sports team. <laughs> and it just occurred to me, because his, his words were all over the place, what would happen even if people didn't see him on the air, on his radio show, in a similar position as you, what would happen if he talked about, and there goes the ball, he's hitting the ball, he's all the way out, it's a home run. What would happen if he said the same words, if he put his fingers together? He put his three fingers together of his thumb, his index finger, and his middle finger like a tripod, and he said the same words. Oh, there goes the ball all the way out to left field. Oh, my goodness, it's a home run. With his three fingers pressed together, he had more passion, more focus, more presence. No one could see him but me, but it made all the difference in the world. Simply adjusting the gestures so what you say internally has a greater projection, a true projection, because you're reaching yourself first, getting into the zone. That's what we're talking about here today. We're going to come back after this short announcement, but I'm going to challenge you, Gary. I want you to talk to the people out there who are are nervous about this sort of thing, putting themselves out there, that the, those of those people who are listening who this doesn't really mesh with, what are some gestures that they can do that will really help them to, uh, I guess, find within themselves an opportunity to project who they are and, and find those three keywords? You're listening to Small Biz Matters on Triple H 100.1 FM. We will be back after this. Today, we've got uh, Gary Warman, who's been talking to us about presentation skills, which the more you think about it, the more you realise how important it is um, at every stage of your business. And I, I, I set a challenge for Gary just before the break. There's a lot of you out there who are listening today who are not, 
I guess, comfortable with public speaking. You don't, um, you're not even comfortable with meeting people for the first time in terms of business development. And it's hard. It's difficult when you have that set, you don't have that set of skills. Uh, one of the things Gary said before the break was encapsulating what you're trying to say with a, a body gesture or a body language or a, even just a simple movement. What's a really great movement, Gary, that people can use to help bring out what they're trying to say? Because I guess... Uh, some people find it difficult to not, I don't want to use the word project, that's the wrong word, but to um, deliver the message that they're trying to do. What would you say is a good, Very is a good way? Very interesting question. And of course, it reflects, Alexi, on your other question, which is what do you say to the people who are shy, who are introverted? I tend to specialize in working with mm, people mm. who are also feeling very insular. It's interesting because all throughout the show, we've been looking for and finding and discovering, exploring different ways to have consistency in the verbal words, the vocal sounds, and the visual delivery. Yet for those of you who are listening and thinking, oh my goodness, what if I can't get it right or if I don't come up with the right answer? Relax a moment and realize this. It doesn't actually matter that you have the right word, the right gesture, or the right sound, even the right movement pattern. What does matter is this. Let's say for me that I'm more comfortable because I'm in my own body having my own left-hand side being my past, my own right-hand side being my future. As long as I'm consistent in front of the audience and they know that I'm planting that past on one's consistent side and the future on another consistent side, then the audience follows me no matter where I go, no matter what I say. So when you are considering what to say, what to do to take your inner thoughts and inner intentions and put them out in a way that truly engages the audience, consider a few things. One, the shyest are the boldest. What do I mean by that? We pay movie stars, millions and millions of dollars to represent the most sensitive, fragile, delicate, precious emotions that many of us have but are afraid to share. My sense is, from my experience doing this for now nearly 45, 50 years, is that the people who are the most sensitive are the most compelling because you have the greatest authenticity. You don't have artifact. You don't have a sense of guising yourself or hiding behind a veil because when you speak, it comes from a deepest feeling. I remember just recently at my most recent workshop, a man was standing there and he didn't know what his challenge was. He was rubbing his hands together like this. And it appeared, since I'm a body specialist, since he didn't know what to say, I said to him, since you don't know what to say, look what you're doing with your body. Your body, you, you can hear it. Listener. He's creating kinetic energy, that's for sure. You're, you're moving your hands together. What does that remind you of? He said, I think I'm about to create a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I said, good, well, keep talking. He said, I'm going to ignite enthusiasm and fury and break open the worlds that I've always wanted to enter. And suddenly he started to get lyrical, poetic, why? Because I asked him to match the sounds, the textures, the colors, the physicality of what the body was already doing. There was nothing to look for. It was already present. And once he gave it a name that matched what it really was, of course it looked like he was rubbing wood together, sticks together to create a fire. The words were right there. So sometimes it's not the words. Because we fear the words sometimes. And maybe perhaps people who are introverted don't feel like they're going to say the right things. It's not about the words. Sometimes you can start 
with what your body's doing. It's always best. Mm. Always best if you don't know what to say to look at, to feel what patterns of movement or stiffness are there, and then to start moving with that or feeling the warmth there, feeling the color there, feeling the sound that comes from that. And when I do my therapy and my counseling work, when people meet me either live at my practice in Melbourne or um, on Skype, when I do Skype coaching, it's the same. What sound matches the feeling, matches the color, matches the texture of that sensation that you're having that's holding you back. Now, if it had a voice, what would it say? And then people come alive. I was mentioning Skype coaching and those of you who are fascinated by what has happened here on the session today and would like to have a bit of support if you are struggling with your three key words, I'm very happy to give you a complimentary half hour Skype coaching under my name, Gary Woolman, G-A-R-Y W-O-H-L M-A-N. That's my Skype name. You'll also find that on the Small Biz Matters website and Facebook page. I'm also happy to give you who are listening lots of inspirational videos, audios, and print materials which are fully available if you like the following page, Facebook page, My Presentation Doctor, all spelled out. Like that page and you'll receive inspiring audios, videos, and print materials to help you bring your voice and message out into the world as you've dreamed possible, and if you're already speaking, to enhance the impact and effectiveness of your live presentations. My website as well, mypresentationdoctor.com, has loads of free videos in the teachings area and lots of information in the interactive communication area where I have my own podcasts and my own blogs fully written. Very happy to be of support to you beyond this session. I do have a live workshop coming up at the end of November in Melbourne. It's nearly all booked out. Uh, there are some spaces still available and Early Bird Special goes on through the end of October. You can reach me directly here in Australia at country code, of course, 61433-0433-126019 and my email, drgary, D-R-G-A-R-Y, at mypresentationdoctor.com. It's been a privilege, an honor to be here with someone who speaks so well and so much walks her talk. Alexi, I'm honored to be here and to make a difference for those who listen. Oh, look, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the program, Gary. I do really appreciate it because I think there's a lot of wealth of knowledge that you've got there. We've only just tapped into it for five minutes of what I imagine is just a whole day's worth of, of educational information. We have a few there. more minutes, I noticed. Mm. I thought it, the time is up, but we have about 10 more minutes. To I get. was just going to mention yeah. something. Is you, yeah. When you spoke then, and, and this is obviously sure. you being you and you speaking about your business, which is um, almost inspirational, but there's something that I think everyone out there can do without any effort whatsoever. Mm. Please, whenever you say your name, and your business name, when you're standing up in front of a group of people, particularly at that, those networking events, please don't say, I'm Alexi Boy for Small Business Matters. <laughs> because so many times we don't pause and allow uh, a small amount of space of time between those words so people don't hear our business name. Because we're used to saying it so frequently, we fall over the words and they just tumble in together and you miss it. Because yeah. that person's gone and said, I do this, this and this. And you go, oh. 
God, I really need someone like that for my business or one of my clients or someone I can refer to. But I've completely, I didn't hear what they said at the beginning. Say it at the beginning, say it at the end and say it slowly. Great point, Alexi. Now I'll speak with more measured, authoritative tones. Some suggestions for you who are listening to pick up on that brilliant suggestion Alexi just made. When you say your name, when you say the name of your business, watch the gestures that you've incorporated into the three key words that you continue to use as part of your presentation. Part of your presentation. Oh, wait, say that again. I said... I did. I, that, I, no, I, that's, that's brilliant. I played with the words. That's brilliant. <laughs> I like playing with words. So I've always been an acrobat, so I like to do it with words as well as with the body. <laughs> so I took the word presentation and I turned it into presence station because it's your station in life to pause. It's that middle point in the grid. Yeah. It's the middle that's point in the grid. Exactly. The grid. So when you pause, think about what Mozart has been said to have have been told to have been said that is his statement is music yes it's the space between the notes it's not the notes themselves and think about the doorway the door is made useful from the space that you walk into so we don't consider space as much as we could when you're presenting so many of us are afraid of stillness yet in waiting, Quaker meetings, the Quakers have a wonderful practice in their meetings that when a person is going to speak in front of a Quaker meeting in their cer ceremonies, in their services, they are moved to speak. They don't necessarily have something to say, but when they felt the urge coming, then the words come. So I say unto you, wait, listen. Feel the tension building, feel the sensations building, look at the colors, the shape, the form, the texture, the sound. And as you give that sound a voice, you may absolutely find, just as you notice what you're doing, oh, my fingers are together, gee, there's something I wanted to bring together with you today. There's a wisdom in your body that once you recognize it, your name, well-spoken, as Alexi just mentioned, with a pause, and the name of your business is best then said in a way that you bring out the same three key gestures that you use when practicing the three key words. And one more point. What's the difference between me saying the following two statements? It's easy for me to reach you with my message. <laughs> Does that sound like a statement or a question? I can't stand it when people put the up and inflection so often, at the end of a this sentence. This is something that happens when we're uncertain. And it shows up... If you exaggerate it, one of my tools is a Monty Python technique that I've developed. Oh, good fun. I call it a Monty Python technique. It's just my own technique called the double extreme. So if you're going too fast, go really fast. If you're turning your statements into a question as though you don't trust yourself, because many of us are that way when we're just getting started with something or getting started with our business, we may sound like the voice is trailing up <laughs> as though we're not answering but we're questioning. So the same statement going down, let's say the words after me, Remember, with that spear of fiery, heartfelt intention we said at the beginning of this session that goes right down to the base of your spine instead of up and out, going down and in. Saying that after me with the sound going down. Ready? It's easy for me. It's easy for to me. To reach you. To reach you. With my message. With my message. Notice that? With your gestures and sounds moving down. I became then, a man. <laughs> then it sounds like what you mean. Authority. It's, sounds like you're speaking from the deepest register at the base of your belly 
where you are standing on your deepest foundation that supports you. Then you come from a place of resonance in your residence, and it sounds like you're speaking not from an authoritarian place, but from a place of knowing your deepest feelings and communicating from that place. The authority to be in resonance in your residence. This is what I leave you with here today in, with a few more minutes to go. That sense of turning questions to answers. The more you sound like you're speaking down to the earth, the more people are going to be drawn to work with you because you look like you're, you sound like you're, and you are presenting yourself as dependable, down to earth. I can be counted on to follow through on what I think, say, and do. It's so true, and it's, it's, it needs to be a fundamental of how we we do that it's not just about the words we present in a pitch or in our in our we spend so long thinking about our business name our business look and feel it's about how we present it and I'd like to thank you today Gary for bringing those presentation skills to the listeners something we can really apply to not only the way we communicate with our clients but particularly when we present and presenting is all the time and every moment, it's the stories we tell ourselves. In summarizing, if you remember one thing from this session today, remember the three V's of communication, holding up the pillar of communication. The three V's are the verbal words, the vocal sounds, and the visual delivery. Separately, it looks like you're a mixed bag of conflicting messages, as many of us are. Put together, the opposite of the statement that Emerson the famous writer said, who you are speaks so loudly I can't hear a thing you say. That's when people are not in coordination between the three Vs. But when you put the verbal, vocal, and visual together, ah, who you are speaks so strongly I hear everything that you say and everything you don't say. That's the magic of the three Vs of communication. Your verbal words your vocal sounds, and your visual delivery. Wishing you bring your voice and message out into the world as you've always dreamed possible on all stages of your life. That's a great message for us to leave you on today. Thank you very much for coming on the program. Once again, what's your website, Gary, please? My website, www, well, why not, at the following MyPresentationDoctor.com, spelled out, M-Y-Presentation-Doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R.com. And there you'll find in the teachings area plenty of videos that show presentation breakthroughs and in the interactive blog on communication, many more tips as well. Happy to be of further support with you. Looking forward to hearing from you, bringing your voice out into the world as you've always dreamed possible. And you've been listening to Small Biz Matters, the half-hour program where you work on your business rather than in it. My name is Alexi Boyd, and you are listening to Triple H 100.1 FM. I'll be back after a few weeks' break, but there'll be some fantastic podcasts for you to listen to on the meantime. Of course, if you've missed, missed any of today's program, you can catch it on the smallbizmatters.com.au blogs and podcast page. Thank you very much to our guest, Gary, and I'll see you all next week. Deep honour. Thank you. Thank you. 